0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, welcome back. Rob Breckenridge with you. Um, of course, this fall, it's the municipal election. That includes electing school board trustees. Uh, so a big announcement today that I think is going to have an impact and certainly make that school board election uh, in Calgary for the CBE, are much more interesting because, you know, we talk a lot about issues related to education. I think people are concerned with what's going on in schools, you know, math in particular, are we, are we letting our kids down? When it comes to, to school board elections, it really tends not to be a lot of interest. Maybe this year will be different. So there's um, a slate of candidates announced today. It's not really a party per se, but uh, four candidates, gonna be running under the students count banner. Now joining us for more is one of the four, Lisa Davis, joins us. We've spoken to her many times uh, about a lot of these issues. Lisa, great to have you with us. Here welcome to the program.
1: Thanks for having me back.
0: Okay, so let's like I say, this is not a party. You're not the students count party per se, but but talk about, you know, the slate and, and the message here and, and why the four of you have come together.
1: Well, we're really a team of people who share some common values around some key issues. And uh, I think one of the things that we kept hearing from parents is, you know, as, as we came to this conclusion or, or this point was that you know, people are a little bit frustrated um, when yeah. they go to their trustee. <clears throat> they're often told, well, we can't help you because that's an operational issue. If they do have a trustee that they like who's bringing forward motions that they support... Uh, that trustee doesn't have enough votes on the board. And so I, I think one of the things that we wanted to offer really clear choice to Calgarians about uh, the key issues that we were going to address.
0: Can uh, a board of trustees make a big difference? Ultimately, the province is running the show, right? They're They're making the funding decisions. They're making the curriculum decisions. So how much difference can a trustee make?
1: A trustee can make an incredible amount of difference, and the uh, while certainly the funding envelope is provided by the province. <clears throat> pardon me, how those funds are used is, in fact, up to the individual school boards, and you really that really hits home when you start to compare the two school boards here in Calgary. And so you look at the CB, and they've got double the amount of overhead and administration that the Catholic board does. Mm-hmm. And so if the CB were run at the same ratio, that's another $100 million or so that would reach back into the classroom. So when it comes down to the, the trustees, they actually have a fair amount of authority and um, and control. Uh, it is it's questionable whether they've been exercising the, the full amount of their influence up till now.
0: All right. So there, there's... I think five principles here that that the four of you are kind of uniting around. Um so again there's there's no party banner here, there's no party whip. It's, um, if you all get elected, you're not going to go and agree on 100% of things, right?
1: That's right. So you know the reality is we have these the these five issues um improving math is one, bringing more money back into the classrooms is another. <clears throat> um ensuring student wellness is is a third. Um, improving report cards is a fourth, and then a fifth one is getting big money out of elections. And so as, as we move forward, uh, if we were to be successful on the board, there are other issues that will come up, but I think that the important thing that everybody's committed to is we're going to look at each of these issues through that lens of what is best for those students
0: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, and how, do we, how do we make the biggest impact that way.
0: So when you say getting big money out of campaigns... You're talking about municipal campaigns. you think we need some some rules around that?
1: Well, certainly for trustees we do I mean the the province of course made the changes provincially mm-hmm. uh, shortly after being elected, but they didn't extend to municipalities. and so in fact, in a trustee election, both unions and corporations can still donate. and when you're talking about you know when you take a look at how much money people spent on the trustee elections, it ranges it ranged anywhere from five hundred dollars up to almost uh, twenty eight thousand oh, wow and so it's um, big money makes a big difference in in those elections. And I think when we look at who we want to represent, we we very clearly need to be responsible to parents and the public. Mm-hmm. And I think that having that kind of big money just really muddles the issue.
0: Right. So, I mean, that would be awkward then to to take those kinds of donations, and get elected and say we got to stop those kinds of donations. So are you drawing a line right now that union corporate donations you think are, are off limits or are going to be for you?
1: That's right. So everybody in our, in our team has declared that we will not be accepting union or corporate donations. And uh, we are challenging all candidates, for re- both for re-election and new candidates, to take the same approach. All
0: right. So let's go through some of these issues. When we talk about getting dollars in the classroom, I mean, that, that's, that's a tough issue. School boards are being asked to do more with less, but that means being creative. That means setting priorities. Uh, so how do you approach that as a trustee?
1: Well, I think that one of the things you have to start with is is some of the dollars that that we're we're spending, and so, you know, one of the things we we said in our press release is we are no longer going to send head office staff on trips to Brazil, for example, that well, have nothing,
0: place to start, yeah. you know, that have
1: nothing to do with student learning. Um, we have a very large communications department, bigger than most newsrooms, in fact, in Calgary. And it's very tough to justify spending those dollars when we have single moms working three jobs who have to pay out of their own pocket to to get educational assessments right. done. And, and so there will need to be a shift. Um, there's a number of specialists downtown who would probably be better served working directly in schools, things like that. But I, I think you just need to start with that line that says we're going to move every last dollar into the classroom. And if we really can't, show how this improves our our outcomes, how this improves our our support for teachers or students. It's just it's not money that should be spent.
0: Okay. And you mentioned math. And, you know, I think there's been a lot of concern about falling math scores in Alberta. Uh, we're in the midst of a curriculum review as well. I think even the education minister has said, yeah, maybe we do need to fix this. But is there more that can be done at the school board level, do you think?
1: Well, absolutely, there is, and and so again, when you compare the CBE to the Catholic Board, the CBE has a fifty percent higher failure rate in, in is grade. That right? Yeah, so it's it's not just a funding issue. This is uh and, and CBE went very heavy into Discovery Math,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you see and you see the impact, especially with the vulnerable students. So when you look in the Northeast, for example, ninety three percent of those schools are below the provincial average for grade six in math, and compared to the Catholic, the Catholic's rate is half. So we need to, uh, we know in, in th- that a student failing math in grade six, we need to intervene in grade seven. We need to be offering them additional support in grade seven, whether that's some additional time during the day or after school tutoring. Um, and we, we just absolutely have to start acknowledging that if we don't intervene, that child in grade six has, in all likelihood will not pass or will not write math 30. We, we know that from... Uh, just uh, looking at the numbers.
0: Right, which speaks to another one of the, the points here, and that, that involves report cards, because if you don't know that the kids are struggling, you don't know that there's a problem to address in the first place. So are, are parents being let down by the, the status quo on this front?
1: They are. You know, the CBE moved to this one-to-four system for for kindergarten to grade nine, and, um, and in fact, I was at the, the, the parent meeting that they had over report cards, and parents were very clear, please do not change it for junior high. And uh, they went ahead and did that. And so you have parents who are looking at, my child has a three. Well, what exactly does that mean? Is that a, a 60%? Is that an 80%? And and what it does is it removes the parent's ability to look at that mark and say, you know, yeah, that makes sense. This is, this is probably where my child is at.
0: But maybe it makes sense for, for the early grades, you know, for a kid in grade one, having an 87%. I mean that maybe it's not appropriate there. Are you saying that it, for certainly the junior high, that's that's where it makes sense. Maybe grades five, six, et cetera. right?
1: I, I would say the, the focus is more middle school. I I think from K to four, at least you could, you could argue that a one to four, or one to five system, um, with with better measurements, um, is is important. And I think one of the other things too we'll be looking at is ensuring that uh, work goes home on a regular basis, and and it's something that's quite inconsistent. So again. You know, parents should have access to the, the math work that they're doing so that they can check their, their children okay. at home.
0: Well, do you think having a report card system like this, if, if it glosses over issues that might exist at the school level, that maybe that's by design? Do you think the school board would rather gloss over some of these issues that having graded report cards, number of grades, that exposes some of these issues, doesn't it?
1: Well, we we do have a problem right now with this Board of Trustees, and you know the, the data that we presented around the math is, has very clearly indicates a problem. And despite that, a year ago, when Trina Herdman brought forward a motion that, that all math is, is a concern, that motion got voted down. So we really are living in this world where there is a problem, they're not acknowledging the seriousness of the problem, and you can't fix what you won't acknowledge. And so... You know, I think most parents are accepting of the fact that uh, things are going to happen. Not everything is going to go according to plan, but uh, we just need to quickly acknowledge the problem and get on with fixing it.
0: And I want to ask you, too, about student wellness. Uh, Bullying in particular is, is I know, an issue you're going to be focusing on. What What are we missing out on? What are we not doing when it comes to these kinds of problems?
1: Well, one of the concerns that we've heard a little bit is that where issues aren't resolved, um, parents feel like they had nowhere to go. And I think that it's um, important for parents and students to understand that there is a, a transparent process that they can go through if, if their complaints aren't being addressed. And And so what we're proposing is that we would set up an independent um, ombudsman who actually reports directly to the board to address any of those concerns, and what that allows uh, allows parents and students to know that there is, is an option for them to pursue. It allows the board to really see if the um, policies are working, and um, and how we can best help support you know our students first and foremost, but also our teachers and principals.
0: All right. Now you're going to be uh, standing as a candidate in wards. It's six and seven, right? That's right. All right. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Lisa, all the best. Uh, Thanks so much for coming in here today. Appreciate this. Thanks for your time. All right. That is uh, Lisa Davis standing as a candidate uh, for the Board of Trustees for the Calgary Board of Education. Of course, uh, that happens this fall in conjunction with the municipal election. 403-974-TALK is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.